welcome to your brand new episode of Happy Hamstrings. This is your host, Julie Brown. I am podcasting from Alabama. I've been podcasting since late 2019. I started my yoga training in September. And the purpose of this podcast was to follow my journey and to try to, you know, keep a positive attitude along the way. Today is Monday, November the 21st. I sound a little bit hoarse because I've been coughing. Just a little bit of sinus drainage because of the weather, you know. Um, I'm not feeling ill. It's just a tickle. So I had to cancel uh, today's water aerobics. And um, actually, after water aerobics tonight, I was going to drive over to Atlanta visit with family and in the morning I was all set up to renew my CPR in Atlanta however because of the cough I clearly know that if I start coughing they are either going to kick me out of class or I'm going to make somebody uncomfortable I don't expire until January 10 so I have rescheduled anyway moving on the last I talked to you guys and gals I was all revved up for the Christmas Village. So the Christmas Village was an event the Jacksonville Arts Council held inside of the Jacksonville Community Center. They had 55 vendors signed up. They hired musicians and then they had some local kids come out right before that, before the musicians and little choirs of children singing. It was an interesting day. It was all about networking for me, and I assisted Deborah with her alpaca booth. She had so many socks. <laughs> I mean, we sold socks and scarves, and I sold a couple of ornaments. It was not just about me selling my ornaments, and it was really about helping her with her booth and getting to know people in the community and letting them know, hey, I'm a yoga instructor here. And I was right by the entrance, which I thought was great. But as time wore on, it didn't seem to be the best thing to be the first booth in for me. Because everybody would say, oh, I want to look around. Uh, This is the first thing I've seen. And we'll come back. When they say they're coming back, they only one out of ten will come back. So that didn't happen. But also there was a draft and like the breeze was coming in. So there was that mixture of hot and cold. Uh, there was a couple of times where I started to talk about yoga and I would cut myself just to as, say as quick as, of uh, information as I could because I could feel that tickle in my throat and I didn't want to start, hey, I teach yoga, <laughs> start coughing. Um, so I limited my voice um, as much as I could in the early part of the day. As time wore on, it seemed like I was getting better because I didn't have any coughing fits. Um But yesterday, yesterday was Sunday, I could not stop coughing. So I went and got some antihistamine. I prefer not to use stuff like that, but sometimes you just have to. Uh, When it comes right down to it, sometimes you can't just let food be your medicine. In fact, I haven't had any appetite today. It's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and the only thing I've had is water. (laughs) And the only thing I had last night was some homemade burritos um, and water with more water. It just seems like I can't get enough water right now. Anyway, uh, 
Um, so I'm taking today to just rest, obviously. I'm just sitting here on the couch. My cat's curled up beside me, all cozy. Um, I did not finish watching all of those videos for the, the conference I did last week. I just, at some point, I checked out. But I want to uh, share with you my biggest takeaways on how to move forward away from depression. Um, number one, stop blaming yourself for everything. This is like a human emotion. We lock into blaming ourselves for things. Even if it is something like, say, a projection or someone is so far into a, a dissociation that they project. We need to stop blaming ourselves. Um, and also, holding space is good for other people. But there are times, especially for people like me that, you know, my job is to literally hold space for other people's needs. I really, I have to make space for myself. The other big takeaway from the conference was take time to mourn for yourself what didn't happen in your life so that you can feel it all out and move on with it and just get it out and go on. Make, making room inside of yourself for new emotions after you feel out everything that's repressed. So that's one of the biggest takeaways. It's the repressed emotion, uh, holding things in and not feeling it out. It's not healthy. My other biggest takeaway, sorry, I had to take a little break because I started coughing. My other biggest takeaway was the fact that one side of the brain is timeless. This actually helps me understand a little more about why PTSD makes things feel so fresh in people when they have a memory that seems really fresh. Um, one side of the brain is all about the sequence and the filing cabinet, like organizing it. The other side, the creative side of the brain, uh, is timeless. And so that's why something can feel pretty fresh when in fact it's not so much um, of a recent, like a threat for danger that is not imminent something old um yeah those were my biggest takeaways from the conference uh a lot of these videos and lectures weren't really um they weren't all content that I was interested in but some of it was and there were a lot of really interesting counselors on that panel um if you're interested in the betrayal trauma um, if you need to take these conferences, you can get the unlimited pass. Um, actually, I'll look that up for you now because that's not um, that's not an exclusive thing. I mean, what I mean is there are people out there like me who didn't know until they identified it. And it actually, some people think of, I'm bringing it up because... Um, how can I say, like, some people think that I'm bringing it up, like, in a negative way, um, when, in fact, when I'm bringing it up, I'm saying, this is something propelling me away from lies, rather than, oh, this is a negative thing in my life, no, I've experienced enough, like, I'm done with, I'm done with it, 
I'm not bringing it up because it's a bad thing. I'm bringing it up because I'm done with being lied to. Um, anyway, the website is betrayalhealingconference.com. Um, you can get an all-access pass for much cheaper than what a counselor would cost. Like, um, it's over now, but you can get the all-access pass. I forgot how much it is. I'm I'm trying to look to see and tell you. But just go down to the bottom. Uh, you can get the free ticket, but that thing, I think that doesn't apply. I think that was for the one day at a time. So, I think the free ticket thing is over unless they're doing it again. Anyway, the woman that started this Betrayal Healing Conference, she actually started it because her and her husband are both counselors. And he had been hiding a lot from her regarding his addiction to pornography. And when she found out, she was a counselor. And it wasn't so much about being lied to. It was like, for this woman, it was like, she, as a counselor, felt really, like, betrayed by herself, I think. As in, I'm trained to understand people, like, why didn't I see the red flags? And I think when someone cares about someone, they just don't want to see the red flags, so they want to make the red flags green lights, as they say. Um, So it was interesting to hear from both sides of the coin in that respect. As in, one of the teachers married to the other teacher and they have worked through stuff together and come out on the other side and she's sitting there telling just you know all these women who are listening she's like well there's men too I'm not saying it's exclusive to women because men have been betrayed but she's like there is hope on the other side the other interesting speaker I can't recall her name she had been on both sides of the coin herself she had been betrayed and the betrayer and she was a counselor. She said it's not extremely common to be on both sides of the coin from her perspective, and I guess from her career field. She said it's not impossible, but not a lot of people have been on both sides of the coin. Uh, She talked at great length about that, and how she just can't imagine living any other way because she's very happy right now. And so that was their biggest message was to give out hope because a lot of people, even if people have love and compassion, the last thing that's left sometimes for people is hope. Um, And they talk about regaining trust. That was the other big thing is I've talked many times on my podcast about that. I don't trust. I can't trust this. I've learned. And every time that, um, someone is going to tell me not to think about my past. That's just another sign that, um, yeah, why not, why not think about my past? That's how I learned. That's where I learned to, um, to know what to expect, right? From my experiences, that's how I learned, um, why I don't trust. And the more experiences I have, the more closed off I find myself becoming, and it's quite scary because I would, often I think about there was, I don't know if I've mentioned this on, I've had so many episodes now. There was a place I used to go and sing karaoke. And the guy who did it, 
I thought he was kidding at first, but it turned out he was actually a hermit. Like, he didn't like people. He didn't come out. But he really was. He was like a hermit. Uh, didn't come out. And he would come out and do this thing as a DJ. And he doesn't do... I don't, as far as I know, I wouldn't know. It's been years and years and years ago. Um, just really grumpy. Grumpy, grumpy, grumpy. Grouchy. Mad. Uh, one time he was like, why don't you bring your friends in here? And I had, so I said the truth to him. I didn't hold back as often I don't. So I did bring my friends in here and you cussed them out for look, like they were trying to take, they were taking a look at the ribbon on a pin, decorative black ribbons on pins. Uh, I said, yeah, you cussed them out for taking the ribbon off the pin or something. And I don't think he wants to come back to karaoke. Um, I really don't know why that somebody would take a ribbon off a pin. I don't know why there'd be ribbons on pins for decoration, but it doesn't seem like the type of thing to cuss somebody out over, but whatever. Uh, I saw this person, the, the hermit, when I was out shopping, because hermits have to come out to the store too, right? And I was nice. Like, I was kind to him, like friendly, like, hey, hope you're having a good day. See you later. And, you know, I always just say, see you later. And he was like, not likely. It's just the way he went. Not likely. Yeah, well, it's not likely, but it was just like, um, that's one of those casual conversation things, you know. <laughs> and I always thought, man, I hope I don't ever get so closed off. I hope I don't ever hate people so much. I don't want to turn into that hermit with the giant cowboy hat and the feather in the hat. I don't want to be that grump, grumpy grump, grumple stilt skin. <laughs> I don't want to be so grumpy that I just want to stay home all the time. And during this whole like social distance period, I found myself using it more and more as an excuse, right? Like, oh, I'm supposed to stay home. We've got to stay home away from each other. Like I was maybe leaning into it a lot. Maybe um, at times, like convenience lean in, a convenience lean in as in, oh, I don't want to. But, you know, I do go out and do things sometimes. After Saturday, I felt like I'd interacted with so many people. I was like, I'm out of people skills. I've run out, like I'd run out my well draw of people skills. But it was really great to see so many different people. And I got to see a lot of people I know as well. That was, that was refreshing. You get to see people you know. All right, so anyway... I didn't make a lot of sales, but I got a lot of connections in on Saturday. The good news is the woman who runs the alpaca farm, she's going to let me have another go at it. I can try to sell my stuff again this weekend. Um, she's having a Santa comes to town type event. So if you want to come to that, if you live locally, just look up Blackberry Hill Alpaca wedding venue on social media. She's got like a little Facebook event up for the Santa event this Saturday. So make sure you come out and see us. I'll be there all day. Um. Okay, so I started coughing again. So that means I need to wrap this up, especially since this is the third segment. And I tried to do this like three or four times this morning. And even though I didn't start coughing, I had phone calls like spam calls. Um, it's just, I don't know. One of the things that I liked, I deleted this morning 
sometimes I want to say something and I want to convey my message to all of you listeners. And just like this job interview I've got coming up, like sometimes I know what I want to say, but you put me into the moment and I am just at a loss for the proper words. And I quite often, I come out on the other side looking like a fool because I don't know how to articulate what I want to say. What I want to say, like in a nutshell, don't let people steal your time from you because... Like, stealing money is horrible, and that's one thing. But if you allow someone to steal your time, your valuable time, that's worse. I've learned a lot as a personal trainer. But the biggest lesson that I have learned since I've been, this is over five years of training. If you don't value your time, then no one else will. And it's really sad. Like, if someone were to reach out to me right now. There's no way I would hold space in my schedule for someone as a personal training appointment without them prepaying. Because I've been burned too many times that I can't risk it again. I have to make sure every little time slot that I schedule myself for, that I'm accounting for business-wise from a business perspective. Then again, when you hold space at work, when I say hold space, like you create a place for people to feel safe, peaceful, healed. You have to do that even more so for yourself when you're not at work, if that makes sense, like my time off. If I start to hold space for my family or friend and or friends, and I don't leave space for myself, for my own personal growth, to learn, uh, to wake up, to recognize who is not being honest, If I don't make space for me and I only make space for everybody else, then there's not going to be any growth or change in me. And in fact, it's going to probably make me become sick. Um, That's something else that the, the betrayal trauma conference went over is people who have been hurt or have gone through trauma. If they don't make changes, if they don't try to heal or seek action and they just stay in a stuck type of situation quite often a physical form of illness will follow this mental breakdown or the mental unwell is often followed by some kind of sickness like maybe something serious so I would encourage you if you're in a place where you're not making like a healing space for yourself within the day Change your routine up and make it to where you're not spending your entire day revolving around everybody else uh, or holding compassion for others in such a way that it doesn't serve you too. We can hold compassionate healing spaces for others and still make time and space for our own needs, our own healing, our own beliefs. Because there's a reason why one of my teachers calls a belief system BS. We've all got different beliefs. We've all got different belief systems. And quite often that can cause separation as well, right? But um, yeah, belief system. (laughs) I I have my belief system and you have your belief system. I'm not here to try to 
push my beliefs on other people. The things I try to share here, I'm only sharing like facts. As in, don't let people steal your time. That's a fact. Your time is more valuable than money. That is also a fact. You got to make time for yourself. Fact. Um, All of the time is your time. Even if you split up your time. It's still all your time. It's your gift. All right. Well, I'm going to wrap this up before my sinuses start to do that do their thing again um if you have any questions about personal training like if you want to know what personal trainers do i do not offer personal training on any form of social media by the way um if you have any questions regarding your workout however or your yoga if you're wanting to know more about yoga or your yoga practice please let me know Check out my website, yogijules.com. That's Y-O-G-I-J-U-L-Z.com. And I've got plenty of YouTube videos on Yogi Jules on YouTube. It's Y-O-G-I space J-U-L-Z. Make sure you put the space in between. And you will find uh, the most recent thing was the beach meditation. Clearly, I am not creating content right now because <laughs> the, I'm surprised I'm even able to get out a podcast with the way my voice is. And I hope that you can hear me. I hope you can not just hear me. I hope that you can understand me. See, there's a lot in words. I don't just want to be an instructor. I want to be a teacher. I don't want to just give instructions. I want to teach things I've learned. I don't want to just convey a random message and put it out there without meaning. Um... That's, that's my job, right? I'm supposed to teach what I learn. And what I'm learning is like life is short and people will disrespect you as far as your time. Um, if you allow it, right? Only if you allow it. So if you're ever in a predicament where you're in a sticky situation, like I don't know what I should do about insert problem. Just take some time to breathe, meditate on it, and then tell yourself with confidence that your instincts are right. You knew all along what was right in the first place. And, um, yeah, take that time to convey messages to yourself like that. Tell yourself that you forgive yourself. Tell yourself that you're ready to move forward, that sort of thing. All right, so I'm wrapping it up. Thanks for being here. I'm going to try to do another episode tomorrow. I've literally got nothing on my plate. So I'll probably be back tomorrow if I have something to share. Um, I felt like what I had today was a little bit of a share. And I'm just going to try to make more substance inside my episodes rather than, hey, I had a class. That's my day. Got to go teach a class. Bye. I don't want all my episodes to be that flat. Um, I want my uh, I want my teacher's uh, knowledge to go through me, and then I let it go through you, and then you can teach someone else. Um, if you've got children or family or friends that need these teachings, you know, then tell them. If someone says, hey, I can't believe somebody would waste my time like this and that and the other, don't let tell them what I say. Don't let them. 
Every single day you have a choice. Every single day you are in control. And I don't bring up um, any of my negative past because I think it's holding me back. When I bring it up, I'm just saying, hey, I'm not like, I'm not someone to be messed with. Like, (laughs) I'm not going to entertain something that's not from my path, I guess is what I'm trying to say. As I was packing up for the Christmas village, I thought I had a lot of merchandise. When I got there and looked around, I looked at it all laid out. I was like, I really don't have that much. And at this point, I really don't feel like, I don't feel very inspired to make anything today. Um, So I'm going to get right back on it tomorrow. All right, so whatever you're doing, make sure that you're working towards your goals. Uh, As you make time in your schedule to worry about what everybody else wants, make sure that you think about what you need. May we be happy. May we be healed. May we be free. And I hope that you could understand me and not just hear me today while I have this sinus thing going on. Hey, thanks for being a part of my journey. I really appreciate all of you more than I can say. It's nice to know that there's someone out there listening and someone cares. Or maybe you don't care. You're just listening. <laughs> but thanks for listening. <laughs> and hopefully um, hopefully my endeavors may inspire you to care for others. Thank you so much. Let's find some peace and healing. Namaste.